This week, I had quite a bit of travel to do. I was slated to speak on the main stage of LibertyCon 2024 in Washington, D.C., then attend a conference in Miami, and then speak at Atlanta Comic Con, all back-to-back. Last night, I got home from the marathon of travel, and I collapsed onto my bed, tired but incredibly grateful. Over my coffee this morning, I thought of one of the favorite animated series from... Uh, my life, Avatar The Last Airbender, which is about to be re-released on Netflix in a new live-action adaptation. In the show, there is this wise old man named Uncle Iroh. He served as a wartime general for most of his adult life, and his nephew, Zuko, more or less wants the same life of struggle, glory, and honor that Iroh sought as a young man. Now, Iroh just wants nothing more than to run a tea shop in obscurity. Tea was always his passion. Uncle Iroh says many wise things to Zuko over the course of his time running the tea business, a short period of bliss during Airbender's second season. Here's what I was thinking about today. It's simple. Iroh says, follow your passion and life will reward you. Yes. It's been three years now since I published my first book, How the Force Can Fix the World, a collection of thoughts on Star Wars and politics that I've had bouncing around in my head since I was 15 years old. It stuns me just how much better my life is today because I dispensed with my fear and apprehension just long enough to crank out that book and publish it. Star Wars lights me up inside. The galaxy far, far away brings me a kind of focus I always envied in athletes who live and breathe their sport. Some days it feels kind of goofy, some days it feels like a tremendous waste of my time and energy. But then other days, I'm speaking in front of a young audience in Washington about what Star Wars can teach them about the corrupting influence of power. I'm shaking hands and signing books in Atlanta to beaming smiles from other Star Wars fans who share my passion for the story and its relevance to our everyday lives. Not everyone can do what I can do which is to synthesize an appreciation for the Star Wars story into something deeper than mere fandom. It is a gift that was given to me. It came from somewhere else. Following it has brought great rewards to me. Those rewards have come in the shape of material and financial gain, just a little bit, meaningful relationships and community, travel opportunities, and the chance to build new skills like public speaking and sales. But every step of the way, I grapple with this voice inside that says to stop. You look foolish. You're pigeonholing yourself. Isn't this all a bit immature? But I'm reminded of the great writer Stephen Pressfield, whose book, The War of Art, describes how we fight back against passion and resist its potential rewards. In a blog post drawing on the themes of his book, Pressfield writes, The dream arises in our psyche like a tree ascending into the sunshine. Simultaneously, the dream's shadow appears, i.e. resistance. Just as a physical tree casts a physical shadow, that's the law of nature. Where there is a dream, there is resistance. In Avatar The Last Airbender, you see Zuko is frustrated with Uncle Iroh and his simple passion for running his tea shop. Zuko has a claim to the throne of the Fire Nation and is on a mission to reclaim his honor from a father who exiled him from the kingdom. Zuko is obsessed 
with retaking his place. And Uncle Iroh implores Zuko to search himself, to look inward and determine once and for all if his passion is truly his own or if it flows from the expectations of his cruel father. In the Stoic texts, the most beautiful passages that I've read are those that have to do with accepting your own nature. Marcus Aurelius's meditations are the most evocative and poetic of the Stoic canon, and he, and he writes a lot about the many faces of resistance, the same kind of resistance, the same kind of spirit that Stephen Pressfield was describing in The War of Art. Aurelius says, don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants, the spiders and bees going about their individual tasks, putting the world in order as best they can, and you're not willing to do your job as a human being? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? Here, Aurelius is speaking about the struggle of getting out of bed some days. Uh, you could liken it to grappling with depression or an addiction to the comforts of your warm bed. But ultimately, it's an emperor reminding us that human beings, like all sentient life, have a nature. What makes human beings so special, though, is that our natures diverge on an individual level. We have a greater capacity for individual thought, action, and purpose than the average cow, dog, or cat. A bee is born knowing that it must pollinate. A spider is born knowing it must weave webs. Ants know how to march in a line and protect their queen. That is their purpose. Human beings, we know a few things by nature, like how to feed and you know how to connect with our mothers on a certain level. But I'd argue that we also know our calling in life. We actually kind of know it. The variable, though, is the size and the strength of human resistance. My resistance feels like a 10-foot-tall beast. I can never seem to wrestle it down, and every time I do, it just gets back up again. Perhaps you can relate to what I'm saying. I think a lot of us know who it is that we're supposed to be, but our voice telling us to hide from that and to run from it is often so much louder and more clear than that sense of self-awareness and knowledge. All of this is just me kind of finding a long way to say thank you to everyone subscribed to Geeky Stoics and keeping up with the writing podcasts and videos that we're doing here. I feel really called to it, and it's a reward unto itself. But your support is an incredible added bonus. So thank you. We will post a full video of my Star Wars talks in DC and Atlanta very soon on the YouTube channel, so stay tuned. Uh, but paid supporters of Geeky Stoics can check out a preview of that talk right here in this post on geekystoics.com. Uh, so click that up top in this post and uh, check it out. The talk was super fun. I think uh, people learned a lot, and I learned a lot just delivering it. Thank you for reading. We'll be back soon. Until then, may the force be with you.